All right, it's time for another five-minute post-game show, courtesy of Post Game Pints, Campbell and Gallo, still at the Bell Center. This place is not buzzing anymore, but the Canadians win an overfund in a game that, yeah, maybe not their best, but it really doesn't matter. Josh Anderson scores in overtime. Mitch, we got to get to it right away. Campbell and Gallo with you. Uh, all right, first, the overtime goal. Uh, I, I'll just tell you, I can't believe Paul Byron passed the puck. Mind-blowing. Yeah, well, yeah mind-blowing maybe, but uh, it was the right play. It leads to the goal. What a play by uh, Paul Byron. Byron and Anderson both uh, showing off their speed on that one. And listen, Sean, the Canadians didn't play well through the first 60 minutes of the game, but the overtime period was their best period by far. Vegas looked like a team playing not to lose. Montreal played like a team wanting to win. They really grabbed that overtime by the throat. And uh, Paul Byron to Josh Anderson was the knockout blow. And the Canadians, because of that goal, lead the series two games to one. Yeah, so that's that's crazy. And, and okay, the Marc-Andre Fleury turnover. I mean, one, the play doesn't happen because it was almost icing. Anderson gets a puck. So he gets that. And then to be quick on the puck and to forecheck. But I mean, Marc-Andre Fleury probably won't sleep tonight. No, I think uh, he's going to be thinking about that one uh, for quite some time. Now, look, uh, I like Marc-Andre Fleury a lot. He's I, one of the I most, love him. I, I know you him. do. And he's one of the most acrobatic uh, goaltenders in the league. I know he has a great reputation among his teammates. He's a popular guy. Uh, seems like a, a real uh, stand-up, uh, stand-up athlete, role model, everything. Just good things to say about Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, but uh, he, he has been known to let up a bad goal at a bad time. Um, if you're Marc-Andre Fleury, though, you can't lose too much sleep because you got game four on uh, Sunday at the Bell Center, Sean, and uh, the series isn't over. Marc-Andre Fleury still has a lot of time uh, to make up for his terrible, terrible gaffe here at the Bell Center in game three. And also the Canadians did a lot of, uh, you know, catching up. They didn't get the lead. They had to chase the game. Vegas was the better team tonight. I know they didn't win and it doesn't matter in the playoffs, but the Canadians have to change some things. What do they have to change, Mitch? Well, I mean, they have to uh, play the first period like they played the first periods of uh, games uh, one and two. I think uh, too many passengers uh, tonight uh, at times. I thought uh, they, they just lacked energy and enthusiasm uh, for large stretches. Now, look, you got to credit uh, Vegas too, Sean. They're a really good team, and they have the ability to uh, dictate uh, the pace of play. Uh, but I would think that uh, early next game, you would want the Montreal Canadiens to show that fight and energy that they're able to show in the first period of games one and two. A pretty special moment. Luke Richardson gets his uh, first win as an NHL head coach. Who would ever thought it would be in game three of the Stanley Cup semifinals? But this is something they're going to have to deal with without Dominic Ducharme for the foreseeable future as he's tested positive for the coronavirus. Look, he's still going to be part of uh, the game planning. He'll be with them on Zoom calls and, and he'll, mm-hmm. he'll still be able to, uh, to give his input. And uh, this is a team, Sean, and team, it's uh, even with the coaching ranks now, it's like an injury. Next man up, and Luke Richardson is that next man up. Sean Burke comes uh, from upstairs to downstairs. He's behind the bench, and they continue to work as a team. Oh, uh, uh, Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki just finding chemistry. It's five-game point streak for Cole Caulfield now. Uh, He just makes it look easy coming in, and what a play for Suzuki after getting obliterated by McNabb and I know you didn't have a problem with the hit and I didn't have a problem with the hit but I love the way that Suzuki responded he was outstanding in that game blocking shots he did so much including setting up Cole Caulfield on that goal yeah no kidding great play uh by uh, Nick Suzuki what a hit I I I love a great open ice Mm -hmm. hit that's clean 
You know, you always want to see the player bounce up afterwards. Suzuki did. I still love rough hockey, body checking, Sean. It's a lost art to a certain degree. Great hit by McNabb. Great response by Suzuki. What a shot by Caulfield. Off the bar and in. So smooth, so easy. Settling the puck down, going at a high speed, and just putting the puck exactly where he wants to. I mean, that guy, when he takes a shot, it's almost like Greg Maddox in his prime. Mm -hmm. He could just put the puck exactly where he wants. Oh, uh, look at that. We're running out of time again, Mitch. Carey Price. Ho-hum, Carey Price. Same thing. Well, same thing. He was the first star of the game. Uh, Vegas threw everything at him. And, Sean, when he makes that uh, save on Alex Tuck, uh, that's going to be on the highlight reels, too. And uh, that game is a 2-1 game at that time. 3-1, probably Montreal doesn't come back. But he keeps his team in it long enough to get that tying goal and then the eventual winner in overtime. Carey Price, ho-hum. You can make your own top 10 list of these playoffs of saves of Carey Price. All right, that's it for us. That's another five-minute post-game show courtesy of Post-Game Pints. Campbell and Gallo, Habs win in overfun. We'll have another one of these after game four, but I need a, probably four uh, LeBros beers. I know that you and I are hitting up the terrace this weekend, so maybe look for us and come visit. See ya. Peace.